New King James. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. I'm going to read it two more times so that we can really um, take the scripture in. I definitely encourage you all to memorize this scripture because it's a very important scripture. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. One more time. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. So there is a statement here, a statement problem that's there which is giving you the fact that this is what is happening. With what is happening, who is going to win with what is happening now? There is a war that is happening. There is an invasion that is happening. Who is going to win now? Who are those? Which are the people? Which group? is going to actually win. There is this invasion, there is this attack, there is this force, there is this intrusion, there is uh, this battle that is raging. Who is going to win? Who is going to lose? And when you look at the scripture, we see this very clearly from God's word that the group that is going to be really focused and forceful, they are going to win. God spoke to us about this. And then the Lord took us more into what it means to be forceful. And we saw two kinds of force yesterday. And one was the word of God, which is a sword. And the other force we saw was the tongue, how to use the tongue. Now the enemy has his weapons, his fiery darts, and the enemy uses his words, Satan's words, he uses those, and he uses people. So just like how God has his scriptures that he has pronounced, and then when we take that, and when we use it, and we use our tongue, what happens? It is like a force that goes with the sword. We use God's word, and we use it by using our tongue. So using God's word and using our tongue. That means the sword of the Lord and our tongue has to be combined together in order for us to get the result that we need to get, which is us taking over the powers of darkness. That means pushing the enemy out and taking over the powers of darkness. We also saw yesterday about what it means to submit, submit to God and resist the devil and how to resist the devil. So resisting the devil also involves two major, major ways, which is using the word of God, which is a sword and using our words, which is our tongue. So tongue is a powerful weapon. And the Bible says it's like something that can actually cause a big fire. Then the word of God is a mighty sword, we saw. So these two are very powerful weapons. And we also saw that the weapons that 
we must have should not be the earthly weapon. That means if we have to use something for something, it has to go together. That means if I have to cut down a tree, then I have to use a saw or an axe, something that will cut the tree completely. We cannot say, well, I'm going to cut the tree and I'm going to take a water bottle and just I'm going to sprinkle water on it. The more I sprinkle water, the tree is going to somehow have some cut or a dent. And I keep on sprinkling water. And as I sprinkle water, it is going to somehow fall. No, the water that we pour, no matter whatever we may try, it's not going to actually do the work of a saw. It's not going to use, it's not going to do the work of saw. So a saw is supposed to go with the tree if you want to cut the tree. God is speaking to our hearts today. What goes together with what is important? That means when it comes to spiritual warfare, what are we supposed to use? What will actually work with what in order to get the type of result that we're looking for. That means if I need to get a hundred, what am I supposed to do? If I need to win, what am I supposed to do? It's very simple and it's a formula that God has given to us in his word. And all those who simply use the formula will get that hundred. So how easy that can be. That means hundred is already given. It's not like, okay, we have to do this and we have to do that. And the result is a question mark. And you don't do a calculation based on that. No. Now, the result is already given. And with the given result, you're going to see what needs to go. You know, like in math, you have one number here and one number is missing. And the result is given. You need to find the missing number. God is asking you this question here. The result has already been given to you. The result has already been given to you. If the result has already been given to you, And this is God's word. It's so powerful. What is your part in it? What are you going to put? Are you going to put the right number in it to get the hundred? Or are you going to put the wrong number in it and then say, I don't know why I'm not getting a hundred. You can get a hundred if you don't put the right number in. Your involvement, your portion, your contribution to the success you need to obtain plays a big part. Understand this. Your contribution to your success plays a big part. Now, I've spoken on this before and God is bringing to my mind to give to you this hour. There, there are messages that the Lord has given which, which targets specifically on your contribution to your recovery, your contribution to your success that God has spoken before. It's important to keep those messages at the forefront and listen to it. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? If you are someone who is supposed to bring the tree down, what are you supposed to do? Are you going to say, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree. Oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree. May you bow down, may you fall, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree. No matter how you sing, no matter how powerful you think your words are, it's not going to fall because you're supposed to use your axe or you're supposed to use your saw, whatever it is. Use a manual one, you'll still have to use it and keep using your hands and use the force. If you use an electric one, it's going to be a lot more easier. Use a powerful machinery, it's going to be a lot more easier. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Use the right tool when it comes to your spiritual warfare. If you don't use the right tool, and if you try to say that, well, I think that that person stood and talked over there and that fell down, that means you are actually not thinking 
practical and you're not going to get the results that has been already projected or given to you by God. You need to know the art of fighting. You need to know what it means to fight. You need to know. You really need to know. You really need to study. If you don't study, you will not know. In any field, if you want to excel, you really need to know about it. If you want to know about a car and you want to become a mechanic, you need to study that. If you want to become an astronaut, you need to study. Study the sky. You need to study whichever area it is. If you want to go into medicine, you need to study that area. You cannot say that, well, I don't study without studying. Can I get into the field? It's not going to happen like that. We must put what we need to put in in order to get the output that we are looking for. If you want to be an overcomer, and if you want to take over, that means possess the gates of the enemy, then you need to do what you must do. God is speaking to your hearts in this hour. You need to do what you must do. If you don't do what you should do, then your result is going to vary. It's not going to be the result that God projected or God proclaimed and God gave, God established. It's going to be completely different. God is speaking to a heart today. If you want to cut down the tree, use the right tool. If you want to overcome, do what God has told you to do. The weapons of a warfare are not carnal. You understand that? The weapons of a warfare are not carnal. If the weapons of a warfare are not carnal, that means if you are going to fight and if there is a problem that is happening in your home, if there's a problem that is happening at your workplace, if there's a problem that is happening in your body, if there's a problem that is happening in your mind, what is a weapon you are supposed to use? Are you going to look into human means and human methods and human resources? Or are you going to look into something else which will actually solve the problem? God is speaking to our hearts today. If the root of a problem is spiritual, how can you address the spiritual problem, which is the root of a problem, in a physical way? Can you do that? No, you can't. You can't mix oil and water. You can't mix oil and water. You cannot. Try it. It won't mix. You can't mix the spiritual warfare with the earthly methods. It's not going to work. You cannot achieve the results that you're looking for by using the wrong tool. God is speaking to our hearts today. If you want to overcome, you say that, I want to win my husband to the Lord, or I want to win my wife to the Lord, but you cannot use your tongue the right way. You think that I will win that person over by proving my point, or I will win my boss over, or I'm going to show that I'm right, and you just keep shooting him out. What's going to happen? You're using the wrong tool. You know, if you stand before a tree and you say, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree. And then after half an hour saying, oh, tree, 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 fall down. Oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree. I ask you to somehow fall down. That's not going to happen. After half an hour, if you last for that long, you're going to feel exhausted. And after an hour, if you last that long, you're going to feel discouraged. And after two hours, if you last that long, if you have that much energy to say, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree, oh, tree, you are going to feel depressed. 
and you're not going to be standing there. You'll depart from that place. You know what it's going to say? You're going to say that it didn't work. It will not work. Instead of standing and talking, use the right tool, use the axe, use the right tool, use the latest machinery, whatever it is, use that to bring that tree down. Use the right tool. God's word says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Oh, so what kind of a warfare that is? What kind of a warfare is that? Think about that. We all face all kinds of warfare. You have family problems, you have financial problems, you have health problems, you have all kinds of problems. As we face all these problems, there's this root for that problem. You know, you can see something at the surface level. You can see a symptom on the outside, but a symptom is not an isolated thing. If someone thinks that, oh, the symptom is an isolated thing and you're just going to treat the symptom, you're going to miss the root of that symptom. If you don't kill the root, it's going to keep surfacing and actually it can actually become a big thing. It's like a person who has cancer in the stomach, but they feel like, oh, my stomach is not well and keep taking, and they keep taking antacids. They keep Taking thumbs, they say, my stomach is not well. I have stomach pain and it's burning and they refuse to go check out. They go, they refuse to go and get it checked out. They refuse to go and get it treated. They say, I can treat it with antacids. Even after some people get diagnosed, they refuse to take care of the root of the disease. What will happen? If you leave the root to grow, the root will grow stronger and stronger and stronger. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. If you don't root, if you don't use the right tools in order to overcome, in order to win the battle, then you will lose the battle. The weapons of a warfare, whatever warfare it may be, with your health, with your finances, with your family, with your spiritual life, and whatever area it may be, wherever you see problems, they're all problems, and there's a root for that problem. God says here, the root of the problem is not carnal. It's not of this world. There is a root for that, and the root is spiritual. The root for disease is a spiritual root. The root for marital problems is a spiritual root. The root for financial problems is a spiritual root. There's a root for your problems, God says. Deal with that root spiritually. You know, there are there are some stubborn weeds that will be there that will not die. You know, sometimes pull and pull and finally you take, but there are some left. You know, sometimes some people go and they pour bleach on it or something on it to completely kill it. Why? Because if you leave that root, after some time, it's going to produce the plant up. The root has to be taken out or destroyed. You need to uproot it or you need to destroy it. Either way, it has to die. If that root is not killed, then that root will grow into a big tree. If you don't deal with the root of the problem, which is spiritual, and if you don't deal it with the right tools, which has to be spiritual tools, then you're not going to get the results that you need to get 
which is victory. So in financial area, victory equals prosperity, right? Defeat equals poverty. Victory equals prosperity. In marriage, defeat equals disaster in a marriage. And victory equals prosperity in a marriage. Same thing with the health. In your body, defeat equals staying in a state of sickness. Victory equals moving to a state of good health. So now there's a battle going on. God never said that you will never get sick. Understand that if someone comes and says, well, you should never get sick if you are a Christian, if you're a believer, run far away from them. Because God says so beautifully, by his stripes, you're healed. That means when you get sick, if you get sick, you have the stripes of Jesus to heal you. Now, this is not about sickness where people sin deliberately and get chastened by the Lord and or get, get a curse and get sick. This is talking about any kind of sickness, whatever it is, you know, from bacteria, from virus, and however the sickness comes from. Even for those, you have the stripes of Jesus to heal you. The root of the sickness, we have all kinds of ways to take a symptom off, but there's a root that is there. The root for the sickness needs to be dealt with. And when you deal with it spiritually, there's this healing that takes place where it's no more a superficial, you know, a topical treatment, but you're actually dealing with the root of that sickness. Same thing with marriage. You know, how many times people, they have a deep rooted marital major problems. But the counselor will say, oh, use a, you know, go for a vacation. Do some, you know, fancy things and, you know, give some flowers and have a candlelight dinner and do this and that. That's not going to solve anything. They just sit there and it, it gives like a false, like a band-aid for something for a short time. Then again, there's a volcanic eruption suddenly coming out because the root of that is spiritual. The weapons of a warfare, they are not of this world. You cannot really counsel a person and counsel the person, counsel enough to get a person out of drug addiction. Try that and see. You can't counsel and counsel and counsel a person and try to get them out of alcohol addiction. You know, you, you, you put a drunkard in front or an addict in front, you know, any kind of addiction for that matter, and try to tell them, can't you see what this is doing to your children? Can't you see what this is doing to your wife? Or can't you see what this is doing to your husband? You know, there are people who gamble. The same goes for them as well. Can't you see what this is doing? That's um, yeah. For some, it won't even go in. There's this block there. Some, once they get sober, they'll all cry. They cry to their wives, they'll cry to their children and say, I don't want to do this, I don't want to be a father like this, and I want to be a husband like this. And the wife will say, I never want to gamble anymore. They say all those things with a lot of tears. The next thing is they'll go hit for, you know, go for that bottle and run to that, you know, gambling place and, and go for their drugs. And why? And the wife or the husband will try to say, talk and talk. And can you see it? If you're not going to do this and I'm going to leave you, I'm going to do all kinds of things they'll say. 
it is not getting through to the person. Do you see that this is this is the kind of damage that you're doing? And look at the children's face. Look how they're emotionally damaged. And look what's happening. No matter how you talk to the people, it will not go in. Why? Why? You have counselors all over the world. Cannot deliver a person. All kinds of treatments people can. You know, you have rehab centers all over. You have detox facilities all over. But there's a route where people are trying to treat the symptom without treating the root cause of that disorder or disease. God says for the spiritual battle, using earthly weapons, earthly means, it's not going to do any good. Others can try using earthly means. But for us, we as God's people, God says, I want to tell you the right tool, the weapons that we have that we can use is not of this world. It's from above. Those weapons can target the root of the problem. It can go straight to the root of the problem. So use that weapon. The weapons of a warfare are not carnal. They are so powerful because those are the right tools in order to get to the root of the problem. God is speaking to a heart stack. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Whatever stronghold it may be, the weapons that God has given into our hands, they're so powerful. They can pull down every stronghold. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. If we try to use the carnal means to achieve results for something supernatural, the trouble that needs to be addressed, and the trouble is a spiritual trouble that you're trying to use carnal means, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to make a dent there. God is speaking to our stay. He's shown us the way. The weapons of a warfare, they're not carnal. That must be understood. If we try to win a person over by hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting, you're not going to win them over. If you try to win your wife over to the Lord by forcing and forcing and forcing, that is not going to work. God is speaking to our hearts today. The weapon that God has given to us is very powerful. The weapons that God has given to us, they are very powerful. Today, the Spirit of the Lord is bringing to us a very powerful weapon. Yesterday we saw two, two of the powerful weapons that God brought before us. One is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And the next one we saw was the tongue that God has given to us. If you use it rightly, 
then we are going to achieve the results that God has established in eternity for us to receive. So the result that God has set the end result as 100, we will get that 100 if we put in what we need to put in, which is use the right tools. God plus the right tools will give you a 100. God is there, so you're plugged in, and then you need to do something now. God plus your right tools that you use, the result is already given. I want to say it one more time. God with what you have to do equals 100 is already given. 100% success is already given. Now, I'm going to bring you to the scripture that we see in God's word, which is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, all things, if you put in a mathematical formula, you have a 100% result. I can, we're going to put that I can on this side and through Christ on this side. Christ plus my effort or what I have to do equals achieving all things. I want to say one more time. Christ plus what I must do equals a hundred percent. I want to say one more time. Christ plus what I must do equals the result has already been given. It's not like Christ plus what I have to do and then I'll somehow get the result. No, result is guaranteed. I want this to get straight into your spirit. God wants you to understand this. Very important. This is the foundation of the spiritual warfare. If you know that the result has been given, you can put in what you have to put in on this side where Christ plus what? What are you going to do? If he has given all the power, what are you going to do? The I can part, what you have to do has to be there. If that is not there, and if only Christ is there and your part is not there, 100 will not be there because you have not put in the right answer to bring that 100 there. 100 has been given. You have to put in your part. Now, the first thing we saw was the word, God's word. He spoke. The mouth of God. The second is your mouth, your tongue, what you need to do. Very powerful combination. God's word and your mouth. How you use your tongue. Now, with how you use your tongue, we're going to focus a little more today as the Holy Spirit wants me to. God uses his mouth to speak. And when he speaks, something happens. We are created in the image of God and God says, you use your mouth and the way you use your mouth is going to determine whether you're going to create or you're going to destroy. God is speaking to our hearts. Listen very carefully. What God has put into you is the ability to create or to destroy. It is important. You have to understand this. Now, I'm not here trying to bring in something that has already been taught through a lot of people say that, oh, death and life are the power of the tongue, you know, say right and say wrong. And, you know, I'm not talking about that. It's all known things people have been hearing for quite a long time. But we are here to listen to what the Spirit of God has for us here. God's Word, God speaks, and His Word brings life. Life to all those who believe in Him. Death 
to all those who do not believe in him. That's the difference. That's the contrast here. When God speaks, his word brings life to all those who believe. Death to all those who don't believe by default because they chose not to believe. This is God's word. His word, now, our words. Now, when you look at our words, how you use your tongue is very important. You can create or you can destroy. Now, this tongue of ours can do mighty things depending on where the tongue is going to partner. Now, who it's going to partner with, where it's going to lean. Very important. Listen to this. You have God's word, you have the devil's word, and you are here. Which side are you going to go? Are you going to speak God's word? Are you going to speak the devil's word? The words that the devil speaks will bring destruction to those who speak his words. There's no life in Satan's words. Understand this. God's word gives life. His word gives life to those who believe on him. And those who don't believe in him, in his words, by default, they die. Satan's words brings death to all those who believe in him. Satan's words brings death to all those who believe in him. God's word brings life to all those who believe in him. So now the tongue that we have, that God has given to us, has to speak. When it speaks, it has to speak life. If it speaks life, those around the tongue will live. If it speaks life upon itself, that person will live. If the tongue speaks death, then the person around them, including themselves, will die. Why? There's a supernatural component to it. There are forces behind the scenes that are working. When you partner with God, remember this. If Ezekiel would have just gone to the valley full of dry bones, and if you would have just said, hmm, death and life were in the power of the tongue, and therefore I stand here as Ezekiel, and I am going to speak to all the bones here. And I'm going to say, hey, bone, answer me, live. Will it live? No. Hey, hip bone, join yourself to this bone. Collarbone, join yourself to this bone. You can say all those things. Stand and say, you know, call all the moans. If you know science, you can just go part by part by part and, and try to draw a chart and, and look at the chart and night and day, speak, keep speaking and speaking and speaking and nothing will happen. Guaranteed. You know why? Because only God has the power to create. Yes, depth and life are in the power of the tongue. Do you know what? Depends on what the tongue is going to partner with, who the tongue is going to partner with. If this tongue partners with the Lord of life, then this tongue has a capacity to produce life because it is Christ and me partnering together with Christ who has life. I don't have life. Understand this. With Christ here, I co-labor with him. I partner with him. Now I draw from him. Understand. Always understand that the outlet is God. He's the power supply. Through Christ, I can. The result is 100%.
So with the tongue that God has given, those who partner with Satan and speak what they shouldn't speak will produce death. Those who partner with God and speak what God wants them to speak will produce life. That's how it happens. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Human tongue has the capacity to create or to destroy based on who they will partner with. Very important. If you partner with the Lord of life, then you will produce life. Your tongue will produce life. If you partner with the demonic forces that produce death, then you will produce death upon yourself and those around you. That's how many families are destroyed. Our spiritual warfare is not in the earthly realm and we cannot fight with earthly weapons. We cannot fight with earthly means. We need heavenly weapons. We need heaven's power. God's word, your tongue, his mouth, and your tongue. Speaking what he says, believing in what he has said, which is your unbutton, will produce the result that God has already pronounced for you to produce. Your tongue is very powerful. Now, taking your tongue, using your tongue, how to use your tongue wisely is very important. That's like, in David's case, he used his sling and his stone. And he used it very skillfully. He was very skilled at it. No matter how skilled a person can be, they can go and bring the giant down. First of all, they need to have that power and, this cur- and the courage and strength to go and stand before that big monster-looking man. But David had this anointing of God. And God took... His skill, which is killed by itself, was not able to bring the giant down. But his skill with the anointing of God brought the giant down. God, plus what you contribute, will produce the result that he has given. So now if you think about this, understand this, the result comes from God. You can't produce that. You cannot produce that hundred Present result without Christ there. So with Christ, you cannot produce the 100% result if you don't do your part. Christ, I can. All things. Through Christ, I can do all things. God is speaking to her today. Your tongue is a powerful weapon. But how can you use that tongue as a powerful weapon when you join forces with the living God? When you put your faith in him and speak what he wants you to speak, like how Ezekiel did, then what happens? The result happens. God says, you say what he says. And then what he said will happen, will happen because it's already been determined by God. Now you take this tongue that God has given. You speak what God has spoken. So 
I want to dissect this into three parts that the Holy Spirit wants me to. If you're taking notes, carefully write this down and also take it inside of you. One is taking what God has given and utilizing it. That means taking the word of God and speaking it. You can only do that if you have faith. That means if you don't press the on button, it's not going to work. Your faith has to mix with everything that we do. With what God has spoken, you speak what God has spoken. Very important. How do you target that now? How do you use that? God is speaking to hearts at this hour. Take that which God has given to you. You have to channel it in the right direction. And you need to channel it to where you need to channel it to. So when it comes to tongue, your tongue, your tongue is a powerful weapon. You know that it can, it can be a sharp weapon or it can be a blunt weapon. It can be a useless weapon or it can become a useful weapon, but it is a weapon that can be really put to use. Now you look at that tongue joining with God and speaking God's word is a powerful weapon that's speaking God's word against the enemy is very powerful and then joining with God again using the tongue and speaking what God has spoken to yourself is another way of using that weapon you take what God has given, which is your tongue, and you take what God has given, which is God's word, you combine them together, and you use it against the enemy. Very powerful weapon. So the sword and your tongue together against the enemy. And then you use the same tongue, you take God's word, and you speak it upon yourself. We saw this yesterday. How you... So to use it, for your own body, you use God's word. You join with God, you join with his word, and you speak it upon yourself. You use it for you. You place it upon yourself. You use your tongue to join with God and speak over your circumstances. Speak over the enemy. Speak over that which is against you in order to bring it down. Your result is going to be 100%. You join force with God, his word, and your mouth together with that on button, which is faith, and you speak it upon yourself, your result is going to be 100%. And that's the third way of using this tongue. So you use this tongue. The first way is you use this tongue by joining with God and by speaking over your circumstances against the enemy. You use your tongue, the second way, joining with God and speaking upon yourself. That's the second way. The third way is you use your tongue and you talk to God. Very powerful. Now you're talking to God. That means you use your tongue and you join with the word of God and you talk to God. Very important. Without Joining yourself with God's word, you really can't talk to God in a way that can produce that 100% results. Your prayers must be informed by God's word. 
God's word has to be the leading force for your prayers. If you want to get the 100% result, if you want to use your weapon and use it wisely and get the results you need to get, it's important for you, for you to know how to use it. Three different ways the Spirit of the Lord has brought to us. So take it in and utilize it. You use your tongue by joining with God's word. That means whatever God has spoken to you, the scriptures that God has given to you, you take that. And if he said that I'm giving you the scripture to use against the enemy, then you use against the enemy. We are in this world to fulfill the will of God. We are in this world to establish the kingdom of God wherever we go. That means protect the people from deception. That means heal the brokenhearted. That means set the captives free. That means bring the suffering of people to an end by bringing Jesus Christ to them, the Lord of resurrection and life. God is speaking to our hearts. This is why we are here. We can do a lot with that which God has given into our hands because greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. But if we try to bring our two cents in, we'll only have two cents in our hands. But if we try to bring his power in, his power will conquer anything and everything that rises up against the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Your tongue is a powerful weapon. Use your tongue to join with God. So, so what did I do here in this Buddhism class? I use this tongue to communicate with God. That's the first thing. Say, Father, you see what the enemy is doing through this woman to corrupt the people here. Father, stop the works of darkness. And then this tongue is starting to fight now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I bring down this demonic spirit of Buddhism that is working in this woman trying to take the people as captives to this false religion. I bind you in Jesus' name. The tongue is now being used as a weapon against the powers of darkness. The tongue is used now to get power from God. Power from God against the enemy. The tongue can be used by God through his strength. You can use it to strengthen yourself. The Bible says David strengthened himself in the Lord. He talks to himself, oh soul, why art thou disquieted within you? Why are you feeling dejected? Hope thou in God. He is the health of my countenance. And then he says, hope thou in God. He is the help of my countenance. He's talking to himself. This tongue is a healing balm. It produces life for God's people. When you speak God's word over your tongue, you're actually producing life upon yourself. When you speak God's word upon your spouse, you are producing life upon your spouse. Speak God's word over your children. You're producing life upon your children, pronouncing it will produce life because you're not giving anything. It is God who is, but you partnering with it, you are actually becoming a contributor of God's source and resources. That way, 
you play a big part. If David wouldn't have gone and stood before Goliath, then there's no victory for Israel. Your contribution for your own victory, your contribution for the victory of your people, your family, your neighborhood, your country, and this world is crucial. It's important. If you don't realize it, now you're not going to become that which God has called you to be. God is speaking to hearts today. So the key here is partnering with God, plugging into that outlet and pressing that on button. Very important. Your connection with God and your faith in God is very important. That on has to stay on. Have you seen some switches when you press on? When you press on, it'll just go back off. Something is wrong with that switch itself. Some connection is off. You try to press on, it'll just flip back to off. You try to press on, you flip back to off. Many believers are like that. They say, I believe, and then oh, I believe, and then oh, I believe, and no. They can't stay on. You want your engine to keep running, keep it on. Your faith, your connection with God is of utmost importance. Keep it on. Keep it on. Keep it on. Your weapon, the right kind of weapon that you need to use in order to bring down the powers of darkness is necessary. For without it, you cannot achieve the result that God has for you, which is a hundred percent. The sword of the spirit is a mighty weapon. The tongue that God has given to you is a mighty weapon. Combined together, it becomes a super mighty weapon. The tongue, when it's immersed, you know, it's like this. When you combine that which God has given to you, which is your tongue, with the power of God, the Spirit of God will set it on fire when you do that which you have to do because that combination will produce that which needs to be produced, which is the 100% result. Without that, you're not going to really achieve much, it can actually work counter. Because the weapons of a warfare, they're not carnal. So don't try to manipulate another human being because there's a root that is there that needs to be targeted. Don't try to work at the surface level when there's a deeper issue that's laying underneath it. God is speaking to our hearts today. You know, there are people who have a very bad uh, carpet with mold and filth underneath it. You have foul odor all over. You know what? They'll just try to shampoo and vacuum. Try to make it look nice. Is that going to solve the problem? Tell me. Is that going to solve the problem? No, it will not. You can try to make the outside of the cup clean, but if the inside is filthy, oh, you will get sick. If you don't deal with the root of the problem and try to just polish the surface, it's going to be a disaster. Temporarily, it may look a little polished looking. But oh, who can cover that foul smell? Oh, who can cover that foul smell? You need to deal with the core 
You need to go to the root of the problem. You need to deal with that which needs to be dealt with. Escaping and avoiding and trying to use man's techniques and trying to use manipulations to achieve something that is of a spiritual problem, a problem which is spiritual in nature, will not help anyone in any way. You can just sit over there and say, eight step this, ten step there, and fourteen step here, and have books and manuals and go and waste your time. But true deliverance comes from the inner person, the spirit man, being set free by the spirit of God. God is speaking to us today. The weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. They're not. They're not. That's a fact. But when you use the spiritual weapons, they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The two powerful weapons that God has placed in God's word is his word and your tongue. When you use the tongue to communicate with God, you bring God's power down to your realm. When you use that tongue to speak over the enemy using God's word, you bring down the powers of darkness. At that point, you hammer the head of the serpent. When you use that tongue to speak the word of God, partner with the word of God, the sword of the spirit, upon your life, it'll take the cancer out and it'll bring healing to your soul. Do that which is necessary to live. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. God is speaking to us today. As we close tonight, let this word stay with you, not just today, but for the rest of the days of your life. That whatever problem you may face, may God help you to remember that the true nature of any problem is of spiritual. It is of a spiritual nature at the root level. The true nature of any problem is spiritual. Don't use carnal means in order to gain victory over that which is spiritual. Use the spiritual means that God has spoken today, yesterday, in order to live an overcoming life. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being our teacher this evening. Thank you for your word. Thank you for placing us in a place of victory.
thank you for giving us your weapons that are so powerful. Thank you for giving us the best tools, the right tools to overcome the enemy. Thank you for teaching us, training us, giving us everything that we need in order to fight the powers of darkness and overcome. I pray, Lord, that you will make each and every single one here valiant in faith. Make each and every single one, Father, sincere in their walk with you. Make every single one stable, Father. As every single one here need to become stable in putting you first. Need to become stable Lord, in examining themselves. Need to become stable in pursuing you day and night. I pray that the hand of God may strengthen the hands of your people. Bless each one, Father. I pray that the mighty hand of the mighty mountain breaker bring down every high place. Grind down every mountain. Restore to your people, Father, that which the enemy has stolen by giving to them that which you have reserved. For you shall prepare a table for your people in the presence of the enemies. And you will uncover that which you have in store for them. So I pray that you make each and every single one, O Lord, inheritors of your promises, that their eyes may rest upon the living God, that their ears may be open to the word of God, that their hands may be stuck to the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Until they are done, O Lord, on this side of eternity, bringing every enemy down. No overtaking the powers of darkness every single time. Until they are thoroughly done with destroying the enemy and rescuing all those whom you have appointed for them to rescue. Let the work of God be thoroughly accomplished in the lives of your people to make them into everything that you've called them to be. And with this blessing, I bless them with, O Father, as your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God. I bless your people with your life-giving life. Shalom can raise the dead. That they may prefer you more than anything else. That they may prioritize their time 
by giving priority to you. Do their lives make count towards something lasting? For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit, rest and remain with us all, now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen.